My name is Brent Harding. I am the Assistant Communication Director at the Seventh Adventist World Church Headquarters in Silver Spring, Maryland. What we're here talking about today is we're going to talk about the collaboration that we did, I guess it was about a year ago now, mm -hmm. when we built a design system for the Adventist Church or a, and a pattern library. So what I want to talk to you about is just kind of what the details of that looked like and, and how it went. Overall, from your perspective, maybe you could talk a little bit about how you felt about it, sort of looking back a, a year from now, or a year, a year later. Sure. Yeah, the... Uh the work that we had Super Friendly do was was a it was a great project, and it's been probably one of the best things that I have gotten to work on in a long time. The project has continued to grow since since you started, thanks to the to the good help that you did to to get us going, and we have seen a lot of acceptance and and growth in what we've been doing, and we're we're rolling out quite a few sites based on the work that you started. That's awesome. That's so cool to hear. I always love when when we can hand off work and then a client's like, oh, we've extended it way past what you delivered. <laughs> I think that's a that's a great thing. Well maybe maybe you could tell tell me a little bit about and tell people listening a little bit about how you got to super friendly. So like what what was the thing that you were trying to solve and how did that all lead you to, to hire super friendly for this? Sure. So before I came to this position that I'm in now, the person that was here before me uh, back in, I believe it was 2013, they were undergoing a redesign of the Adventist.org website, which is our main public-facing denominational site. And in part of the process, the thinking kind of went, hey, we're doing this design. There's lots of churches that are doing stuff and different levels of the organization that have websites. And we need to make this available to anyone and make this in a way that is flexible so that anyone can use it at different levels. Over the course of the project, they kept that in mind. And what they ended up getting was not based on timing and, and budgets and whatever was not as flexible as, as they wanted it to be from the beginning. When I joined in, in this job in 2015, that was one of the things that I had, I had seen this project from when it was officially launched and was really excited about it, but really wanted to see a more in-depth pattern library and a design system really that, that we could use at different levels to kind of take the pieces and put together a site that had the similar feel, but not the exact look and feel of, you know, or like a carbon copy of one site to the next. So when I came here, I, I believe Andrew had been, my, my predecessor had been talking with Dan a little bit. I've followed Dan's work for uh, a number of years online and in your, in your speaking and just have always been impressed with, with what you've done. And when we started talking shortly after I joined here, I think it was in the fall of 2015, and have kind of continued till we got to start the project at the beginning of last year. Awesome. 
You know, one of the things that, that when we first started talking, we had worked on a, a handful of design systems and pattern libraries at that point. But I think when we started talking, it, it kind of dawned on me the, the scale of what we were talking about. So mm -hmm. maybe you could talk a little bit about that. There's like, I, like from what I recall, there's 70,000 churches worldwide and there's a bunch of publishing houses and divisions and different languages and media centers and all the, like all of these potential users of, of a design system and pattern library. like. That was one of the things that I was like, wow, this could be this could be used a lot and this could be used by a number of people. And at the same time, it was simultaneously exciting, but also overwhelming about like, well, how do we how do we get the requirements even around all this stuff? Maybe you can talk a little bit about how how you how you were thinking about all that. Yeah, absolutely. Our church is a worldwide church. We have over 19 million members, over 80,000 churches. We have. Many of those churches have their own website. Many of them don't. We have publishing houses. We have clinics. We have hospitals. We have schools. We have the second largest parochial school system in the world. And we have all these institutions that many of them are building, building websites. And a lot of the time, they build a website, and then they... You know, go, it lives the course, and then they start over, or they redesign it, or they update it, however, however that goes. And as we were looking at it ourselves, and we said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna foot the expense because we need to we need to build this, but we also would like to have a common branding standard that goes worldwide, so that when people look at a Seventh Avenue website." They say, oh, yeah, I recognize that from something I saw over here. And we wanted to make that available as widely as possible. So, yeah, the, the, uh, the market for where this can be used is quite large. Just at the, at the headquarters itself here, we, we run over 100 and 120 websites. And that you know, then expands out as we go into our 13 divisions. And then we have, those are made up of unions that are, that are uh, you know, 60 unions around the world. We have conferences there and then the local churches. So yes, there, there is a, a lot of area for growth and a lot, of, a lot of potential of where this design system could be used. I remember one of the things that kind of jumped out at me initially was, in order to get you know all the powers that be to, to basically give you the liberty to do this project, I remember that you printed out these little thumbnails. Like I, this is this is so impressive to me. I wrote I wrote an article about this called Selling Design Systems. You printed out these little th I guess they were three by three thumbnails of all the websites that you made just in your office, you know, for that year or something like that, and then you mounted them on these black boards. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like what drove you to do that? Why did you do that? Who did you show that to? What did they say when when they saw that? I remember that being a really impactful thing for me. I'm curious from your perspective how that went. Yeah, as, as when I came into the job, I found, started to look around and see what the scope of, uh, scope of the work that we had to do was. And as I was looking at site after site after site, uh, we, we did a survey just around our headquarters office just to try and get an understanding of how many sites there were, what, they, what the URLs were, what they looked like. And I, I was struck by the huge variety. And there was very few common elements that you saw between the sites. And 
only after sitting down and, and looking through these things one after another did, did I realize that there, we needed a better way of visualizing what this challenge was that we had before us. So I went through, took screenshots of all the websites, not every page, obviously, but the, the homepage of every, of every site. And I did them up in basically at little three by three squares. And my first initial idea was I'm going to make like a pack of uh, like a deck of cards almost that I can just, you know, put down on a conference table and throw out there and kind of scatter around. And that was good. But then we we made some more and we put some binding on the edge so that you could kind of flip through it. And then we ended up mounting them on five pieces of uh, mounting board and I remember I would take it around and take the, either the booklet or the board or, the, or just the stack of cards and hand it to different people and say, you know, these are the websites that we have. And I remember one person took it and started flipping through and he's like, wow. He's like, this is all from one site? These are all the pages from one site? <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. This is one page from every site. Oh, wow. And it's this, it's this stack that's probably inch, inch and a half thick of, of cards. So it was a, it was a really good visual. I know I used it. I know my boss and administrators uh, above me took that and, and used that. And it was, it was very helpful in helping the, our administration understand the scope of, of what we had and, and really the challenge before us, because there, there was nothing cohesive about anything that we were doing. I, I, I think that that was just such a smart move because I remember starting the project, we had such good buy-in already from all the people that we talked to because they already understood what the problem was. They, they were able to actually visualize that, like, look at the disparity that exists here. Oh, now we understand why we're going to do this project. So even for, for me and my team coming in, we had a lot of buy people understood the problem that needed to be solved and we could all kind of work together to, to actually solve it. Uh, you know, we didn't have to do a lot of education as to, well, here's what we're doing and here's why we're doing it. And now what are we going to do about it? I think a lot of that was already solved. So maybe I'll talk a little bit about how, like, what we did at first, and I'm curious for, as to your your perspective on, like, is that pretty atypical for you? Is that how you normally kind of go about things? I know one of the things that we tend to do is before we even kick off a project officially, you know, meeting in person and workshopping some of, some of the ideas, um, we talked to a bunch of people. So we, we came to D.C. for a, a day or two and talked to some people around a conference that everybody was attending there. We talked to program directors and we talked to uh, division heads and we talked to people that were in charge of marketing. And we, and we talked to a bunch of people to understand, well, what are their, what are their pain points? What are the things that, that need to be solved? And what are some of the common you know, sentiments around here? You know, even if even people who don't work together, but people that maybe have the same job across the world, how do they think about what their job is in relation to the website or maybe some digital platform that, that they maintain? And then we took all that stuff and we got in a room with you and, and your team and, and we just kind of talked about that stuff for a day or two. Can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like for you and your team, just sort of like sitting around a, a table? You know, we did, we did a bunch of cut and paste exercises too. Like, what, what was that like for you? Well, I think the... the the process that you guys went through of of talking to so many different people from from various levels around around the world was huge in several it, it was important in several different aspects number 1 
it gave us the opinions and the viewpoints of these different people. And I mean, you listened to them. We weren't in the room. So the goal was to have it unfiltered and let them say anything they wanted. So you guys got to hear all of that and brought it back to us kind of in a synthesized way, an anonymized way. And the other thing that it did was it helped these people see the, the other people that you spoke with it helped them see a, a little window into the into the process and into the project and, and gave them a bit of a, a buy-in that they that they had an opinion and they had a a part in the in the process and I think that was that was also important because the the previous process they just didn't have time to cover that much ground and I remember hearing a lot from people saying oh well no one talked to us or you know what does this have to do with us because you know it's built just for just for the headquarters it's not something that we can use even just a couple days ago just late last week I got an email from someone that you had talked to and they said hey whatever happened with that project? And I can say, oh, well, here, let me tell you where we're at. And here's a link and here's some things. And they were saying, can we use that now in, in our division? So, you know, sitting around the room, I think that was, it, that was important for us to listen to, to hear that, hear that feedback and hear the um, opinions and the, and the point of view from, from people that we don't normally get to interact with on a daily basis. So that was that was great. Nice. Can you, so for for somebody listening who maybe has a similar job as you, maybe they run communications at their organization or marketing or something like that. Um, maybe maybe you can tell them about what kind of team you constructed on your end. So who were who were the stakeholders on your side? Who are the people that, that work with us? And then I can say who who you know what what was my team con, uh, comprised of? Sure. So we had the she wasn't able to be there a lot of the time, but we had the, the chief information security officer, or I'm sorry, the chief information officer and the CISO, the chief information security officer, they came in for part of the day. We had the, uh, I think it was an assistant communication director there with us who works in the department with me. We have an office of global software and internet and I had him join in the process, and he's been a key driver. He's responsible, really, for a lot of the a lot of the websites in this building, as well as as other places. And and these people also, in addition to helping through the the process of the project, have been really key in helping to evangelize the project as they go around and talk to people in their circle so that they can come back and point back to the project that we did and say, hey, here's something that you can use. I'm trying to remember who else we had on the team. I think that was kind of the basic team that we had, though. I also remember that at some point during the kickoff meeting, we did break off to discover that one person had a, a, a very... Uh, specific skill in making paper airplanes that fly, <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember sailing paper airplanes through the through the office there, through the general conference office, and uh, and making some of the janitorial staff mad. <laughs> yeah, we have a large large atrium that's that's perfect for uh, paper airplane throwing. Well, and, and so on my end, you know, the, the team that we had there, we had a pretty small team that I thought worked really well, you know, together with the people that you, that you had brought 
on your side. TJ Petrie was uh, was doing all of the development work and, and working on the pattern library itself. I was doing most of the design work. Crystal Vitelli was our producer, just kind of keeping everything on the rails. Seth Hanna was a design apprentice who did a bunch of design production work, and uh, and Rob Adams did a bunch of ethnography to, to start us off. And I remember to specifically speak to, to one of those pieces of work. Rob put together a handful of personas based on the based on the interviews that we did. And I remember using that a, a lot throughout the project because we, we would say things like, we're going to make something for, I forget their names off the top of my head, but Sam and Sarah were two of the personas. And so this, this piece that we're making are for these two people or these two type of people, but not really for these two other type of people, even though that we recognize and can sort of acknowledge that they were going to be stakeholders in this process but that the initial project that we were doing was really focused on a handful of personas and 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 not for others. Is that something that you've continued? Is that something that you, like, do you still use that language? Do you still refer to some of that research at all? Like, or, or, or has it evolved? I still have those those personas taped up on my, on my whiteboard in my office. And I still talk about them when I talk about the project. When I present about what we're doing and what we've been doing, I'm getting ready to go next month and present in Europe about the project. And that's something that we talk about is, who is this for? And I think that's really important for us to, to keep in mind because you know I work on things on a different level than, say, someone at the local church. And to understand that I have a different understanding that, than they do, and I need to think about what under, what what their point of view is and what their what their understanding is of, of the tools that we build is 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 great and and really important. Well, so let's talk a little bit about the production. You know, what what did you need? What did you need made? Right. So we did a bunch of research and we did a bunch of exercises, which are great, but that has to turn into something actionable that you can take and, and extend. So, what did you need made? What did we make? Did we hand it off in the right format? Did you use it? Did you have to modify it? Maybe talk a little bit about that kind of stuff. Part of the one of the things that I was looking for as a as a take home was a pattern library. We had a site. We had we had a couple sites that were using this this same basic design, but they were three or four years old. We wanted that updated. To we wanted it to to feel fresh, but we didn't want to have to rebuild all the pieces that we had. We wanted something that would be more customizable, so it didn't feel like an exact copy of this same site. We wanted people to be able to feel like this was their website. If, if this was a church website, if this was a division website, we wanted it to reflect the local area. But basically, we were looking for getting some more flexibility out of what we had. So in the end, I guess, we, we walked away with a Pattern Lab install with all these patterns pre-built to replicate one website. And one of the things that that you, Dan, and your and your team kind of pushed us to was we're not going to build every iteration that could be built. We're not going to make tools through this first project that will cover every website that we that we come across. You wanted to get us on a a good footing to get started to provide a foundation and that was something that we decided there in that initial meeting was we want to build a foundation but it's not going to answer every single question to every site that we come across 
so when when you handed off the project, we were able to take that information and take that system and rebuild our main Adventist.org website based on that. And that was launched in, in October. I think we handed off in May sometime. So it took us some time to get that to get our site retooled. But in the process, we've ended up in the in the interim, we've ended up adding many different patterns, many different templates, different iterations as we've talked with our divisions and and other entities. They've said, hey, we want to be able to do this. We want to be able to do whatever it is. And so we've we've talked through it and we've taken the, the pieces, we've added new pieces and been able to to build on what you started us off with. We, I think we started in February of last year, and we went till about May, so about three, two, you know, th- two to three months later. So at the end of those three months, I remember we came out with ALPS, right, the Adventist Living Pattern System. Has that name stuck around, by the it's way? It's still there, yeah. Yes, awesome. Every good design system needs an acronym or at least a name, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So the Adventist Living Pattern System, so that's out. And, uh, and you sent me an email short, a short time ago, a few months ago, uh, reporting on how it's doing. So maybe you can share some of those, some of those statistics. Like, have, has it seen some adoption? Has, like, have people picked it up? Have they started to use it? What, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So we've started using it on our, on our flagship website since, since October. And prior to that, we had, I think, four other sites in in our or maybe it was six other sites in the headquarters building here who kind of beat us to the front with that Um, but that's okay because that's what it's there for we have iterations of it running now in and typo three that's available for for anyone in our organization to use we have it in mod x this week we're planning on launching our wordpress theme that TJ, we, we hired him to to build the WordPress theme for us. So that's that's coming along. We will have a Drupal theme, hopefully by the end of this month, available for for people to use that use Drupal. We last I think when I emailed you, I think we had over three hundred or around three hundred sites that had started using the the Alps system already. And I didn't get a chance to pull numbers this morning, so I, I couldn't, I can't give you a, 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 a good numbers for where we are today. But it, I know it has been growing because I've, I've been working on a lot of sites that I see in process. People have, have come to us and said, hey, how can we do this? And so we're, we're building more and we've got more coming out. I know with the WordPress theme coming out, we, we have several just in the office that we said, hey, we have the tool for that coming up right now. So we now have this tool and we're able to, to use it and continue to build on it. Well, Brent, I have two last questions for you as we round out. So the first one is that hindsight being 2020, right? We're about a year away from when we first started this, a year later. What are some things that we could have done differently? What are some things that, that could have gone better that, uh, you know, as you look back at the work that we did? I don't have anything really that that jumps to mind. I know that's a probably not what you're looking for, but the the feedback that we got from from your team and the the level of insight that we got from the work that you did from the from the research from the design and the just being able to bring in the the team that you put together for our project and they just 
kind of hit the ground running and they were really a part of the team as we worked through this. And obviously, you know, I, I should say they were, they felt like a part of our team. And so as we worked through this project, they brought so much insight and information and, and skills to, to our team that, that we continue to rely on to this day. Well, last question for you. Somebody in your position, maybe they work at their organization, maybe they're managing a handful of sites, and they recognize the same disparity that you recognized earlier. You know, we have a ton of sites that we're managing. They don't look, they don't look consistent. There's no consistent user experience or look and feel or code base or anything like that. What advice would you give them on getting started in putting together an initial pattern library that they could evangelize to their organizations? What would you tell them on, on how to get started and, and maybe things to look for as they, as they progress? Well, I think when you're looking at a situation like that, you obviously have to know where where, where you want to head with it. And you know, we we had the goal of you know building a common visual library, and the the team that Super Friendly put together for us was was so helpful because we didn't have the in-house skills to get that started. We didn't have either the time or or the resources to to build that out and even if we did we didn't all have the the uh, know how the, the all the tools and and things that you that you guys brought to the table for us but this is something that we have seen even up to our administration as a tool to help us save money but also to help us you know bring our brand together so that we have a common visual guide going forward. So this has been a this has been a, a, a huge important project for us, and I'm just excited that we get to use it. Awesome, great, great words of wisdom there. Thank you, Brent, for spending the time to chat with me today. Uh, this is really helpful, and always great to talk to you. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate all that you've done, and appreciate working with you going forward in the future. <laughs>